Welcome to the latest season of Just Admit It. Back by popular demand for a third semester, our podcast brings together former deans and directors of admission who give expert insight into the complex higher ed landscape. I'm Katie, a former senior assistant director of admissions at MIT, and joining me today is my friend and fellow colleague, Mike, who is an assistant director of admissions at Stanford. In this episode, we're going to discuss the common application Now that the Common App has officially opened for the 2021 to 2022 college admission cycle, Mike and I are going to discuss the different elements of the platform, including essays, the COVID-19 section, and the activities section, as well as alternative platforms. So welcome to the season three opener. Hi, Mike. Thanks so much for joining today. Hi, good to be here. Awesome. How's it going? I know the Olympics are on right now. Have you been watching? What is your favorite sport to watch before we dive into the Common App? Yeah, you know, it's in Tokyo, so it's hard to keep track of when things are airing. Um, One thing that I noticed is that skateboarding is an Olympic sport. I'm from California, so it's a big deal. An Olympic Um, sport, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um uh, you know, I, I don't have a favorite sport. Uh, it's basketball, but the team isn't doing so hot. So I, I think I just follow personal stories. And one that stood out was um, Suni Lee. She's a Hmong American and she won the uh, gold in the women's all around gymnastics. And I read a story that her dad built a wooden beam in the back and she would basically do all like when she was a child prep, like in her backyard. So that was a really cool story. Yeah, what about you? Oh, I love all of the Olympic personal stories. Um, I have been terrible at watching the Olympics, actually, this year. I'm normally such a winter Olympics person. I grew up in the Netherlands, and so I love to watch the the Dutch team and especially the speed skaters. Uh, but definitely I'm tuning into some of the, the swimming and the gymnastics. I always love the gymnastics. I feel like when I was in elementary school, I 100% had aspirations of being an Olympic gymnast, but... I also was afraid to go on the uneven parallel bars. So that clearly did not happen. Um, But I'm so excited to be talking about the common application today. Um, And I was thinking back to way in 2004 when I applied to to college and my experiences with the common app. Do you remember filling out your common app? Do you remember applying to college and all of that? I do. It was a long time ago uh, when I applied. We didn't have um, online internet was pretty brand new. We didn't have an online application. So uh, I would have to go pick up a paper copy of the application and I'd have to fill it out like every section. And then if you made a mistake, you'd have to use this thing called whiteout to to, uh, fix a mistake, let it dry and then fill it out again. And then I remember it was one of the most stressful experiences because um, you had to get your application stamped by the post office before midnight. And I left my house, like I reviewed my application, make sure there's no errors, and then print out my um, personal statement. And then I uh, got to the post office like 1150. So I had 10 minutes and there was a long line. And I remember thinking, uh, I'm not going to go to college if, if I don't get this in in the next 10 minutes. And luckily I did. So uh, that was my experience. Very stressful, very different than students now. Uh, So what about you, Katie? What's your experience submitting uh, your college application? 
Oh, it was very interesting. Um, I believe I was the last year of the paper common application. So I remember filling out all of these postcards that then I would mail from the Netherlands to the U.S. schools to get the application from them and getting the common app and typing on my computer, filling, you know, filling every piece out, figuring out when did I need to mail it, and also panicking that my application was not going to get there in time. Um, so I definitely submitted it super, super early. Um, I think I submitted my application to Boston College like three weeks early to make sure that it got there. And I still was panicked that they were not going to receive it in time because there was definitely not any online tracking in those days um, or anything like that. But we have come very, very far since the uh, the days of paper application. So as we move into the 21st century, um, what do students, what can students expect to find when they sit down to complete the common application? What are some of the core sections? Uh, maybe we can dive right in from there. Sure. Yeah, the common application, there's several main sections that students need to be aware of. Um, the colleges will look at every piece of the application. So it's very important to be mindful of how you present yourself in the application. Uh, the first section is the basic information section. So that's filling out, you know, your name, your demographic background, um, where you live. Uh, there's a section on your family. So it might be that awkward conversation. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. Uh, where'd you go to school? What do you do? And so, so they ask for that as well. And then, you know, like your siblings, other family members, there's a section on the education. So that's pretty straightforward where you go to high school, uh, your GPA, your academic profile. Um, and then there is the section uh, future plans. And so that's where you're listing. And then it's hard for, for a lot of high school students. Like you want me to like figure out my life and I need to put it in in my application. And it's just to give the co uh, college an idea of what you're thinking in terms of your long-term career plans. If you change your mind, it's totally fine. You're not like locked into that for the rest of your life. Uh, there's also a testing section where you can list your standardized testing, SAT, ACT, um, AP scores as well. There's an activity section where you can list 10 activities that you have participated in high school. We'll talk more about that a little bit later. Uh, there's a writing section where you add your personal statement, where you write a up to 650 word essay about essentially any topic of your choosing. And then um, there's also a section on courses and grades where they ask, um, you know, the courses you've taken in high school and your performance in those courses. Uh, so those are the main sections. So, uh, Katie, I'm wondering, I know you've guided uh, hundreds of students through the application process. Do you have a favorite section to work with with students? Oh, that's a really hard question. Um, I guess I would say one of the, the favorite things I like to work on with students is their activity section. I think it's really fun to learn about what a student has been spending their time outside of classes doing over the past four years. It's really neat to watch how a student's passion initially might have been, oh, you know, I want to make friends when I get into ninth grade. So I'm going to join Model United Nations. And then to see in talking with them how that involvement from 
just kind of joining the club to make friends to, oh, suddenly I'm secretary general of the Model United Nations Conference or something like that. It's really fun to see how students have evolved in terms of their extracurricular life outside of the classroom. I think for me, yes, I, I went to high school and I cared very much about my classes, but I feel like everything I did that I really, really enjoyed was so much what happened outside of the classroom from student government to playing volleyball to being in plays. And it's really cool to see when I'm working with students what, yeah, what, they, what they've cared about as they go through high school and what they're passionate about and where are things that maybe have fallen off of the map. Um, I remember being very, very into basketball for most of my life and then got to 10th grade and figured out I didn't really want to play basketball anymore and I wanted to go and do theater stuff. And then being concerned that I wasn't going to be able to check off the box for basketball for 11th and 12th grade and what would that mean? And I wasn't going to get into college because I didn't continue playing basketball. When now on the flip side from having been in admissions, it's so much more about the things that you are doing, not, you know, what is missing from your application. And that's something fun to work with students on is educating on them, them on how activities are read in the application process what they, you know, what an admissions officer might take away from the things that you were involved with and how that kind of adds up to the overall perspective and, and picture of who you are. Um, what about you, Mike? I feel like you probably love personal statements. You read my mind. <laughs> uh, personal statements, I, I like uh, working with students on personal statements because it's really an opportunity for me to have a conversation about who they are, their background, their upbringing, their interests. And um, I'm working with students on this right now. So, um, you know, I, I learn about things that maybe even their closest friends don't know about. Um, definitely uh, some things that their parents don't know about as well. And so it's really cool to um, have the opportunity to, to learn more about students and then figuring out like what's unique about them, about their personal story, and how can we present that um, in their personal statement and other parts of their application? So I really like that part because it's where we, uh, where I really get to know the students and just learn more about them and what they want to do, uh, talk about their dreams and aspirations. So, um, yeah, I that's, feel you on that. Yeah, <laughs> I love. Yeah, I love working on personal statements with students as well. But I feel like I also totally take on the anxiety over okay, I have 650 words and I need to pick the perfect topic and I need to have the perfect opening line and all of that kind of stuff. I remember writing my own personal statement and feeling so much pressure to, to pick the perfect topic and not really knowing what the best thing was going to be. Um, but it's so fun, again, to watch kind of that evolution and learn so much more about uh, a student as they are navigating the writing process. It is the first time in your life that you're sitting down often and thinking about how you want to describe yourself and what's important to you and who do you really want to convey to the admissions office or um, through those written words of the personal statement. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely, yeah, it can be the, the, the scariest part, I think, of filling out the common application is ultimately what what you're putting in that common application, personal statement box, um, and can be a love hate relationship for sure. Yeah. What, 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 are you comfortable sharing what your personal statement topic was? 
100%. Um, so I wrote about all of the different metaphorical hats that I wore in high school. Um, so my dad was a chemistry teacher. So I was the teacher's daughter. And sometimes that was fun. Sometimes that was weird. Um, I was also, or no, is that what I wrote about? I think I started with how it was so long ago. I started with how when I was in elementary school, I joined a lot of things and I quit them and how I used to wear the quitter hat. And then in high school, I joined a lot of things and stuck with them. And so I stopped wearing my quitter hat. Like I quit ballet when they asked me to put my leg up too high and it hurt and I didn't want to stretch. I quit swimming because I didn't want to go in the cold pool. But then in high school, I was involved in everything. Um, So I stopped wearing the quitter hat. What about you? What did you write about for your personal statement topic? Well, before I answer, uh, Katie's no longer wearing the quitter hat. If you, if you can't see the video um, for me. So I have an interesting story with the college application process. So I actually applied twice. Um, I, I started off in community college and I applied, I only applied to the university of California system. So they have their own application and the first time I applied, I thought there was a formula to writing in a personal statement. So I was like, okay, I need to talk about leadership. I need to talk about my activities. And it was very um, impersonal. And it was basically just me regurgitating my resume. And um, so when I look back at my own process, I'm like, oh, I kind of cringe when I think about my process, because I had to do it on my own. Uh, none of my family members helped me with that process. So I'm like, oh, this is what I thought colleges want. Um, the second time when I um, reapplied, I really just talked about why I took, um, so, uh, I, why I took some time off um, between uh, transferring to a university and really talking about how that time helped me grow as a person and the difficult decisions I had to make. To, to leave school and figure out my life essentially. So yeah, it was, it's terrifying. So I could definitely relate with students just with like, you know, what try to write about, what are the colleges looking for? Um, what, you know, what's too personal? Um, you know, do I need to talk about X, Y, Z topics? So I just thought I'm like, Hey, let's just, let's just talk about who you are and let's find a way to represent that in your application. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Um, so thinking about you wanting to do all of the things right, um, are there from your time reading applications and looking at common apps, are there pet peeves you have or things that you saw students do often that you would just cringe at? Well, I have two. So one is the email. So I mentioned there's the basic information section and I have students who, when they first fill it out, they put the personal email. So it'll be something, you know, I love Disney cartoons um, or, you know, baby boy 25 or something like that. <laughs> and I'm like, well, the colleges, you know, that's, that's funny. That's probably not appropriate. Put your school email if you have one or put a Gmail account with just your name. The other pet peeve relates to the activity section where, you know, you have 10 activities and then it asks you to put how many weeks and hours you're involved with each of those activities. And so I remember this one application, a student put, uh, they're a member in, in like 10 clubs. And then they put like 30 hours a week for each club. I'm like, that is the most involved club member. But I didn't see any type of leadership or impacts there. So I, I felt like they were lying 
in their activity section, which made me feel like they might be lying in their personal statement too. So that's just something that I just kind of like a pet peeve, just like, just be honest with how much time you're putting into your activities. We're not going to like calculate every single minute that you're involved with. Yeah. What about you? Oh yeah. I will say over-exaggeration or under-exaggeration of hours uh, is something that I would definitely look really closely at. You know, I remember playing high school sports. There's way more than three hours of practice that you have a week during that. So definitely take some time to sit down and figure out how many hours you're doing things, average out, all of that kind of stuff. I think that my biggest pet peeve right now is lack of capitalization in the common application. Uh, You know, your street name should be capitalized. Your parents' name should be capitalized. Punctuation is important. I think, you know, as going through the common application, some of those things can jump right out to someone who's reading your application and can look sloppy or look like you just kind of don't care. I know we're all so used to things auto-correcting or my phone doing, you know, making the, the I capitalized or trying to make a statement by not capitalizing things. And I think that can be a trap on the Common App. This is not a text message or a Snapchat that you're sending to your friends. You want to make sure you're, you know, you're looking professional um, and that it's something you're, you're proud of, even though you're filling it out on the computer, Um, which, yeah, I can, there's so many different pitfalls, I think sometimes. Um, What are some of the frequently asked questions that you get or things that students are, are often stumped by as they're filling out the common application and working with you? Some that come to mind are students ask me how many colleges should I apply to. Uh, I have a student right now who has like 20 colleges on the list. And once you start filling out applications, it's really <laughs> some students make a decision on does the college have a supplement or does it not have a supplement? And if it doesn't have a supplement, even if they haven't done any research, they're going to probably apply to that college. So that's one thing. And that is kind of goes a little against my philosophy on finding a good fit students. Uh, the other question I, uh, that comes up is uh, around like activities. A student asked me, um, you know, how important is community service? How important is leadership in activities? And, you know, I tell them um, there's no like set formula on you need X, Y, and Z activities. It's like pursuing those activities that are meaningful to you, um, showing your contributions in that activity and being able to articulate that. Um, to the colleges in the process. And, you know, I mentioned earlier, sometimes students will uh, embellish the amount of hours. We can figure out generally um, how much time will be devoted to an activity. So it's anything that's like outlandish. So if you, you know, um, put that you go to the gym for 100 hours a week, then I don't think that's the case. Unless you are in a, uh, you know, a weightlifting competition and you win the nationals, then maybe I would think that you are actually spending an hour, 100 hours in the gym. Uh, what about you, Katie? Are there other FAQs that come up when you work with I students? I think something that often confounds students is all of the optional sections that are on the common application. You know, should I fill this out? Should I not fill this out? And I think remembering that this is the opportunity to showcase every best part of yourself to a college. And so if they're giving you that space, that optional space to share something or some aspect of yourself, definitely, you know, 
feel free to utilize it. Um, but in that same vein, I think a good lesson or good value to keep at the forefront as you go through the, the common application process is that quality over quantity is, is a very good thing to keep in mind. Um, so, you know, even filling out the activity section, okay, well, what if I don't have 10 activities that I have done or 10 types of things that I have done outside of the classroom? That's okay. You know, every college is not expecting that you've done 10 things that you 150% love. And so if there are five things that you've done um, that are really, really important to you, and that's what you've invested a lot of your time in over over your four years of high school, then those are the things to write about in your activities section. Don't feel the pressure that you have to fill out every single line, um, only if it's going to add to your application uh, as a whole. Same, there's a lot of optional places where you can add additional information. So certainly last year with the pandemic, we've got the the COVID-19 question, you know, is it worth filling that out? And I think it's it's so individual to the student. Um, if there is something that you think is important to your story that happened during the pandemic that has impacted your ability to be involved in a certain activity or to continue with a project that you're working on or anything like that, you know, definitely feel free to add that context into the COVID question. Um, keeping in mind, you know, your school is going to send a school profile that also has information about COVID. Um, so I used, I used to work at a high school and part of our school profile would say, you know, talked about the fact that we went remote in March on March 13th of 2020 and that this is how grading was done through the end of that 2020 school year and then what did school look like for the 2020 to 2021 school year that we were in a hybrid learning environment all of that kind of stuff and so you know the colleges will know that kind of information from the high school but if you know your parents lost their jobs or you lost someone to COVID during the pandemic. Those are important pieces of context about your individual experience with the pandemic that might not come up in other pieces of the application. And so if those are important things to understanding who you are and maybe what has, you've had to pick up more work responsibilities or you had to do more stuff at home because your parents we're out of the house more as essential workers or something like that. You know, you're caring for a younger sibling. Those are valid things to make sure that you convey in the application. Um, what about the additional information section, Mike? What do you feel about that blank canvas of 650 extra words that students get? I think it's so intimidating sometimes. Yeah, I've seen students upload like research papers, like 30, 40 pages. And they sometimes assume that the college admission officer will read it. I usually didn't because I would, you know, there's a set amount of time. You have like thousands of applications you need to get through. So they may not be able to get through everything. So you have to be very mindful of what you're putting in that additional information section. I think, um, you know, I have some students who have, may, may have had rockier like ninth or 10th grade. And so I'll talk to them about, um, you know, is that is that communicated 
why there might be, um, you know, dip in grades, for example, maybe, you know, there's some health issues, family issues that impacted that. So I talked to them about making sure that's um, conveyed somewhere in the application, because that additional context is super helpful for the colleges, um, because, you know, it's not like a robotic system. There's, it's objective. There's no humanity where, you know, there's punch in, you know, the GPA test scores and they spit out a decision. Um, most of the colleges that have a holistic admission process will take those things into consideration when they're reviewing your application. So if, if there's any unique circumstances uh, that you experience, you know, because of COVID or just um, elsewhere in your life, that's a good use of um, explaining that um, in the additional information section. Yeah, I think that's that's a really great point. Um, I will also, instead of having students link to like their 30 page research paper, sometimes it's helpful to write like maybe it's the abstract of your paper or even more helpful, I think, is you know, how you got involved in that research or what the research topic is, but definitely don't feel like you need to be writing an entirely additional essay about this is what I did research on and this is how I found the position. You know, keep in mind, most admissions officers, yeah, when they're sitting down to read your application, like five to 10 minutes maybe to go through it the first time. What, yeah, what was sort of your process when you would sit down and read an application? What would you look at first? What would you focus on the most, um, if you can remember back to sitting down and reading the common app. I think for me, I try to personalize it. So I look at their name, I look at their basic information, their family, just to see, and, and they're also the high school to get a sense of who is this student, um, where, where do they grow up, what is their experience in their education and their personal life. So I start with that because I think for me, I like context is so important because when I read applications, um, I, I would avoid comparing students um, even within the same high school. So it was really important for me to understand um, their family backgrounds, their upbringing, and then um, keeping that in mind in context of their high school experience as well. So uh, that was important to me. I, I just love like that kind of like the human quality of the application. I know like academics is important so you, students can be successful in college, but I just want to hear about uh, students. And that's what I love about working with students is just like hearing their stories and putting that onto paper and, you know, sharing that, you know, across, across the country with different colleges. Yeah. I think that's something I didn't really realize when I was applying to college, but something as an admissions officer, I definitely could put together kind of the puzzle of who this student is from looking at all of their activities and looking at everything that they tell you on the different parts of the application. And that's, Something I I try and often explain to students as they're sitting down to fill out their common application is that, you know, when I see that you go to this high school, well, this is what I know about that high school. It's a smaller community and it's a school that students attend from pre-K all the way through 12, or maybe it's a large public high school. So I have that kind of in my mind. And then I see that you have done a couple of different sports. Okay. You're actually doing three different sports. So you're a three season athlete. I'm thinking about that. Like that takes an enormous amount of commitment. Um, you were voted captain. Okay. So the other people on your team really like you. So you're a personable person and you're also well-respected in terms of your talent in that sport. And you won the 
most improved player for the track team. So maybe you weren't the fastest runner, but you won, you know, you were nominated and you won most improved player because you really put the the hard work in. So then as an admissions officer, I understand that you're a hard worker and that's, you know, another quality that I'm keeping in my mind as I, I read through your whole application. And then I see, you know, how have you spent your summers? Okay. You worked mentoring students in, a STEM summer camp and you help teach them about Raspberry Pi programming or teach them about robotics. Okay. So you're kind of a STEM student who's interested in computer science. Does that add up to what you said in your future plans? Like, did you mention that you wanted to be a computer scientist or do you want to be a veterinarian? And if you said veterinarian, then I would kind of look and wonder at your extracurricular activities, like where is the animal piece coming up? But then I'd get to your personal statement and I see all of this stuff about animals and, you know, maybe that then makes sense. Um, but all of those pieces definitely add up to kind of the overall puzzle of who a student is. And then, you know, we get all of these other components to the application, the letters of recommendation from your teachers and a letter of rec from your college or school counselor. And that says certain things. And then certainly there's the supplements that come for each individual school that maybe will demonstrate the specific fit for you and that institution. And so there's so many different components that, when I certainly was filling out the application, I didn't really think that, why did it matter what my dad's job is? Or why does it matter what's the, you know, the title of my school is or what the name of this activity is, but all of that comes together for sure to, to paint a picture of who you are as an applicant and how you might be a good fit for whatever that particular institution is. Um, As you think about students sitting down to, fill out the common application um, now that it's been live for about two weeks. What What is your advice for students who are staring down that all of those sections to fill out and what do you think they should keep in mind? For me, I think what's important is to spend some time and really reflect on what makes you unique. I know for high school, that's hard to figure out because you're just in your world. So you think everything is normal for you. And so that might mean talking to family members or friends. Um, you know, if you work with Ivy Wise, then we could definitely like work with you on that to figure out what are things that you want to highlight. Because I've seen um, applications of students who are very distinguished, doing a lot of great things, but they try to be all things in an application. And so like, um, you know, it's kind of, you try to hit all these points, but then I don't really understand who you are, what you're most passionate about and what type of impact you, you'll have once you get to college and what you would even, even study sometimes. So I think it, it would be important for students to really reflect on that and make sure it's uh, your application's focus in terms of presenting the, uh, your candidacy in a very specific way to really help you stand out. And that's something that I do with all my students. That's why um, the first few meetings I have with them, we just talk about like their experiences, their backgrounds. And then part of my um, guidance is to really harness like those things that are really um, exceptional about them. And we tr- uh, ensure that it's highlighted in the, the way we present activities in the extracurricular section, what we write about under personal statements and the supplemental essays as well. So that's like my biggest advice to like take some time to think about it and make sure you're conveying that 
like a very focused, like this is what's unique about me. Um, yeah. What about you? Yeah. The, what, what is unique about me? That reminds me, I, I worked with a couple of triplets last a few years ago and none of them wanted to write about being a triplet or like called any attention to that. Cause it was just their life. And that's what they had, yeah. they had always experienced being a triplet growing up. And so I was like, no, like, as an admissions officer, I definitely want to hear about what your experience is like having two siblings who have been there all your entire life and they're always at your side. Um, and so, you know, don't hesitate to write about the things that make you you, even if you feel like, oh, lots of other people are going to write about this. You know, it's your individual perspective that's coming through and how you have reacted to the circumstances or the situations or the you know, the experiences of life as you've grown up. Um, but for me, my my biggest piece of advice for students, I know how busy senior year gets and I know how intimidating the college application process can be. And so my advice is always to get started very early. Um, you know, school might, the school year might not have started yet or it starts next week if you're in one of the Southern states in the US or some some places on the West Coast. But get as much as you can filled out of the common application before you go back to school. Um, sit down, you know, fill out your street name and your birthday and your parents' names and where they went to school, get through all of that. You know, if you sit down and bang it out, you can do it in about two hours. Um, obviously, that doesn't include the essay portion or the, the additional information or the COVID section, but all of the kind of things that you're just going to be typing in answers to, um, that's all information that should be pretty easy and something that you can fill out probably in about two hours. Um, so get it done early and then you don't have to worry about it and you're done. Um, and you can focus on the things that, that are really, really desire or demand a lot of your time um, for sure. And that's, you know, the essays and even thinking about the activities. Um, so that's, I guess, my piece of advice. Anything else that you want to advise students to do as they sit down to approach the Common App? Yeah, I think one thing is just to, to think about how much time is going to take to fill out the application. So if you can start now in the summer, I presume it's less busy in the summer than during senior year because senior courses will be important to doing well on those. So if you can plan out like when you're going to do these things, do it now in the summer. And if not, then just make sure just think of the college application process as taking an elective class. That's what I tell students because it's going to take some time because for every uh, application, there might be a supplement and that might require filling out different sections, writing additional essays. So planning ahead, like Katie, you mentioned, like, I think that's very important and just kind of map out like what, senior is going to be like if you're if you're submitting applications writing essays um, in the fall and just know that it's going to take some time so just be mindful of that awesome great advice um well it was wonderful to chat with you mike and hear some of your own personal experiences with the common application um but that is all the time we have today so hey thank you so much for tuning in to just admit it
catch up on all our previous episodes by visiting the Just Admit It podcast page. And be sure to bookmark our Ivy Wise knowledge base to stay up to date with all the latest college admissions news and advice. Don't forget to follow us as well on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for additional college prep resources. And stay tuned for our next episode in which we will discuss what makes a great personal statement and how students can write impactful supplemental essays. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.